Hi, my name is Lexi Hargrave, and I'm interning the Health and Wellness Office, and today I'm doing a podcast on the Jewel. So if you guys would like to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Mike LaBella, Director of Community Standards. I'm Casey Foss. I'm the Coordinator of Community Standards. Okay, so our first question is, what is Stonehill's policy on jewels or e-cigarettes? All right, let's jump right in. So our policy on jewels and e-cigarettes um, is that they're not allowed. The, uh, e- the policy has been in place for a while now. Um, I'm in my third year here, it's it's been here um, since I started. But what's changed is the popularity of jewels. So um, e-cigarettes are electronic cigarettes that produce a vapor, and that's exactly what a jewel is, right? Um, so they're not allowed. It's under our smoking policy. With that policy, uh, smoking's prohibited um, in all buildings. So when we talk about it not being allowed, not being allowed um, anywhere on campus, this is different. I also want to mention it's different from our uh, cigarette smoking policy, where cigarettes are allowed, provided that they're 25 feet uh, from a building being smoked. These are not allowed on campus at all. A lot of our policies also can be found on our website with community standards. Um, For this one, you're going to be looking under the substance awareness policy. Um, It will also talk about smoking, but also the student drug policy that's on campus. So we really talked about the campus and 25 feet from the building um, and why they can't be smoked inside the campus building. A lot of it has to do with fire safety and the explosions which happen. Um, Electronic cigarettes and ESDs are also a pose of risk of fire. Those result in big serious injuries and property damage, and that's huge when living on a college campus. A big thing with electronic cigarettes, um, they're not a safe alternative to regular cigarettes, um, and there has been like FDA-proven safety concerns, which we'll kind of go into in a little bit. That's one of the things that we hear the most from students is that they feel or believe it's a safer alternative to smoking traditional cigarettes. And, you know, all the data and research that we've seen, it's not. In fact, there's more nicotine in a jewel. Um, Additionally, these jewels could contain uh, THC, marijuana, which is drugs, and drugs are not allowed on campus either. So um, they could be a real risk for, like Casey mentioned, for fire hazards, and certainly they are are not um, healthier than cigarettes. What happens if someone violates the campus policy, like if they smoke a jewel or have a jewel on them? So if a staff member like a residence director, an RA, um, even campus police see someone smoking a jewel or in possession of a jewel, usually they confiscate them. Um, And what that means is they'll take them away and they won't be given back. Usually um, campus police is destroying them or residence life um, is throwing them away. The big thing is that they'll be documented. In the documentation, they'll be it's for a policy violation, so the policies that Mike talked about in the beginning of this podcast. They're sent a meeting conference um, hearing. Mm-hmm. They'll meet with the RD or a staff member, and they'll kind of talk through the incident. Um, so what happened? Were you smoking it? What were you smoking out of it? A lot of the times, students are stressing that um, their parents don't know that they're smoking these. We ask, well, do your parents know? Um, they'll say no, but it's not the same as a cigarette. So we kind of have that educational conversation about, okay, but it is worse than a cigarette. This is like educating them. So they're not really knowing the difference between a cigarette and an Mm e-cigarette, which is the biggest, like, I think, frustration for Mm -hmm. our staff. Yeah, and if that jewel was modified, um, if we're aware, so if we know during this time of documentation that Casey's talking about, if we are aware that the jewel has been modified or the jewel contains uh, THC, marijuana, then that's going to be treated a little bit differently. That would fall under our drug policy, 
right? Because now we're talking about marijuana. But um, either way, that's going to result, like Casey mentioned, in a in a conversation with a hearing officer, whether that's the student's residence director, myself, Casey, um, or another staff member. I know in the past, a lot of the sanctions, too, um, with these conversations are going to be educational projects. So one time, um, a student that I heard the case for, they had to do an educational bulletin board about juuling. And a lot of the times, like, that's where they're learning the information the first hand, right? So mm-hmm. they're actually researching it for the first time ever and realizing that maybe it's not the safest or healthiest alternative to, to mm-hmm. smoking a cigarette, uh, we get a lot of papers, so researching the fire policy and how having a jewel can affect that mm-hmm. um, or an e-cigarette. And then there's also a couple of projects um, or papers relating to why we have these rules. Um, so really looking at our policy and having those conversations with Mike and I um, and really determining why it's important to have these in place. A lot of what we do is education. One of the biggest things we hear is, I didn't know, um, I wasn't aware. So when we... Uh, when it comes to sanctioning, we want to make sure that students are aware that they are educated, they're informed. We want them to make healthy decisions for themselves. And if they were under this perception that they were making a healthy choice and in reality that they're not, um, you know, we, we want to equip them um, with the knowledge to, to kind of know that. And then, you know, if they make this, hopefully make the decision to change that behavior and make healthy, healthier choices. So you mentioned the facts about jewels. Can they become addicting? Everything that we've read says absolutely. Um, what we're seeing is these jewels contain more nicotine than uh, a pack of cigarettes. So more nicotine's in a jewel than is in a cigarette. Um, it's incredibly addicting. There are also flavors of jewels. So um, there's a variety of those flavors. You have the nicotine plus the flavor. It's incredibly addicting. And we're, we're seeing more and more of these. The, the way that they've spiked in popularity has been incredible. Yeah, so a lot of the time, um, I know I wasn't familiar with jewels or like the research surrounding it. So being able to dig deeper and like not just see it on social media platforms was really important for me. Um, and that's really where I think younger individuals are getting their information. It's going to be the influencers, um, whether they're on YouTube or Instagram or Twitter, but those people are also um, being paid for the content that they're putting out, right? So they're really not trying the product, but they're really just allowing the brand to have a platform in order to get that popularity. So looking at who the influencer, um, what their age group looks like, and then being able to use that as kind of the marketing, the free marketing that they have. Although some of these social media stars are being paid upwards to like $5,000 for one post on, on Instagram to talk about a jewel pot or new flavor that came out um, or how it's healthier. But then there's really no facts. It's just that image with not a lot of regulations around the marketing on Instagram or or social media platforms. Uh, I think it was interesting the amount of nicotine that could be found in some of these. So I never knew it. I usually thought, okay, a lot of the commercials that I'm seeing are like, how can you avoid becoming addicted to cigarettes or how can you like quit cold turkey? And it's, okay, trying Juul. But some of the research that we did had that the nicotine was 5% more Mm -hmm. in these jewels or the e-cigarettes and it's not just vapor that you're taking in which a lot of students think it's just water vapors um, and they're not even realizing that there's nicotine or or that addictive Mm -hmm. i once asked a student what was in what what's in a jewel and they didn't know but they just finished telling me that it's a healthier alternative than smoking cigarettes i think the other thing with jewels too is when you have a cigarette you know that's lit there's smoke coming out of it and that's something that you you light a cigarette you smoke a cigarette you finish the cigarette i think with jewels uh, they contain more nicotine and they're using it over a period of time uh, but they're not realizing i think that they makes them think that 
oh, well, it's it's not as much, it's not as bad, I'm just taking a hit here. But like Casey was mentioning, the reality is there's a lot more nicotine in that than a, than a cigarette. Yeah, you mentioned in this that they are bad for your health. Exactly why? It's the, the nicotine factor like and the how addictive it is, right? So it's it's come and, and God knows what else is in there. I'm not quite sure that they're really transparent with everything that's in there. I'm not sure we'll know that, you know, for, for a while. But, you know, there's a reason why there's we're starting to see some regulations on these things. Uh, some, I've seen some stores are pulling back on, like, the flavored ones because they're seeing how addictive it, it really mm-hmm. is. And, you know, also, too, we even talked about how it doesn't, you know, people say, oh, you know, smoking's gross. I, I don't want my clothes to smell. This is a little bit different. So it makes it more attractive, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we mentioned the, the fire um, risk where we've, we were kind of doing our research for this podcast and we came across some websites that were showing like jewels that have caught fire and exploded really, really dangerous stuff. So that, but also the, the amount of nicotine and the ability to, to swap it out with THC. I think some of the, the risks that people aren't even thinking about either are like the increase in flu or um, viruses that are going around campus. So a lot of the time, I know, Lexi, you were talking about it earlier before we started this, that people are just swapping them. So mm. you use the analogy of like a gum pack. And so the fact that students are seeing one person pull it out and I could have mono and I'm taking a, a hit from this jewel and then someone else is taking it. And now I'm spreading this virus around campus without even really recognizing it because that's not something that I'm going to bring up when I'm out is oh I'm sick or I have mono I have strep Mm -hmm. but let me now use the jewel that's right in front of me right so yeah we're talking about the nicotine and like the addictive state those have but I think there are some of those like lower level risks too as like getting sick getting the Mm -hmm. flu and no one really I I wouldn't want to be sick so I feel like that's a big thing for me but and I don't think students realize how much they are jeweling either um, because it could be a hit here, hit there, like they're doing it periodically. And the other thing, too, is the flavors. Like there's so many different flavors. Oh, I haven't tried that one. i got to try that, right? And now it's going to increase the use. Well, I'll stop, you know, I'll stop once I try every flavor. Well, how many flavors are there? Yeah. The uh, amount of pods that they're using mm-hmm. within sittings, too, is, is increasing, and then it's giving you more. It's convenient to carry. It's small. Yeah, you can hide it easier. Mm-hmm. If someone's addicted to smoking the jewel, where should they go to get help for quitting? I would like to think on campus there's probably a lot of resources that they could utilize. I mean, um, this podcast is giving you the information, um, but also like the Health and Wellness Center, they're going to have a lot of education surrounding that. I always like to utilize the resources we have right with the students, so an RA. So um, the RAs aren't really trying to make your life harder, but they're trying to help you and educate you about why it's important. Maybe you stop or you recognize that maybe it's an issue that you didn't realize you had. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking too, like counseling. We talk about maybe coping mm. or, or alternatives to replace behaviors. You know, they're really um, a good resource. And if they can't handle it or if, if things go to the next level, they know resources off campus that they could refer to. Talking to even, even if you don't want to talk to your residence director or your RA, like talking to any person or professional, I feel like on Stonehill's campus, they're going to be able to lead you in the right direction to get that help. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not be something that you want to hear, but maybe it's something that you need to hear at that point of knowing that, you know, this is becoming a problem and, and I want help with it. Um, but I don't want to draw that attention from my RA or RD or I, I don't have a good relationship with them. Who else can I go to? What else would you like students to know about e-cigarettes on campus? We want them to make healthy decisions and smart decisions. Our mission talks about thinking critically about about issues, and that's what we want students to do about jewels. It's no different. Um, we want students to uh, rather than kind of say, "Oh, wow, it's you know the coolest thing," or "I better do this too." Especially now, you know, 
I worry about the incoming first-year students and, you know, the, the desire to fit in. Uh, I don't want to be the only one that's not jeweling, so I got to do it. We want them to really know what jeweling is, um, what the risks are, what it entails, the impact on themselves health-wise, um, you know, what does that mean? Um, and also, what does that mean in the Stonehill community? How are, how are my actions going to impact others? Um, how is it going to impact me moving forward? You know, it could be, be scary. I think education is the key thing that I want to get a- across. Um, know what you're putting in your body, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to come to college and you don't want to gain the freshman 15, but then you're picking up these jeweling behaviors. Like you're still putting bad things into your body and you're creating a bad habit that's ultimately going to affect your schoolwork, your motivation, different things like that. And I, I don't think students are realizing that. Mm-hmm. Like if I passed you my water bottle and said, here, you know, have a sip of this. I think you'd be a little apprehensive. And if you said, well, what's in it? Oh, don't, don't worry about it. It tastes good. I think you'd be apprehensive. But for some reason with these jewels, you know, they look like a USB drive and they're being passed here. Take a hit of it. You know, it's, it's almost like surprising to me that no one's like, hey, wait a minute. Like what, like this is weird. Like what is in this thing? Yeah. Not being afraid to talk about it too. I think like if you're getting mm-hmm. in trouble with this and, and maybe you got one confiscated, like having that conversation because me and Mike want to learn too. So mm-hmm. like we did a lot of research here, but we want to know like why they're popular. So if it's something that we're not even thinking about, then at least that gives us and our brains working to say like, okay, like that makes sense. That's why they're mm-hmm. attractive. It's social media, but it could be a completely different reason and we're not really registering it and understanding why. So I think like having the conversations, mm-hmm. talking um, with your parents, uh, I think talking even older siblings or, or people that may be a little more um, knowledgeable about it. I'm not saying that older people are knowledgeable, but more just like people who are going to understand and, and kind of know the trend and, and why it's it's popular. Yeah, we want to take the information that like when we hear things from students and, you know, that may inform us that, OK, well, we may, we need to do a little bit more programming about it and, and not just programming, but we need to educate um, students on this aspect of jeweling because this is what we're hearing from students. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, being being honest um, with themselves, too, about about their behaviors, like I was talking earlier about frequency. Sometimes when we talk to students about it, it's it's not, you know, they had it on them, um, but it's not theirs. It's their friends. They're just holding it, y- you yeah. know. We're we're addressing the violence, but we also want to know kind of what what's going on because that's how we're most effective by hearing from students, getting feedback from students. I think too, like if the only time that you're using it is on a weekend when you're intoxicated, then maybe that's an issue alone too. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's it, there's more of an issue with alcohol in your behaviors when you're under the influence than maybe it is a jeweling issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so really understanding, I think your own body and like the warning signs and stuff that it's giving you. Right, we've we've heard since I only smoke. When I drink, well, how many times a week do you drink? Well, and now that starts to add up. Yeah, um, especially so if it's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's any day that ends in Y. Yeah, <laughs> very true. I think that's all we have. Thank you, guys. Perfect. Thank you for giving us this opportunity. You're welcome. Our pleasure. Our office is located in Duffy, uh, 142. So, um, you know, stop by, stay high, or if you want some information or, um, you know, education or have a conversation about this uh, policy, about jewels, or, or really anything you're unsure of. We want students to be educated and, and know um, about our policy so they can make educated decisions and that they're informed, um, not to get you in trouble, but to, to make sure that you're um, well, well educated on decisions that are going impact, to impact you and, and others in the community. So thank you so much for having us. Sweet. Thank you. 